Yeah, it's sports talk from the three bros. Something you can bet on like Pete Rose. And you better not miss it like some free throws. Giving taste is more accurate than Drew Brees throws. And it might get explosive like some C4. We just giving you a look inside the peephole. So if you got a weak take, you better keep those. Or get your cheeks swole when you step into the ring with the Amiibros. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy 85 from the Amiibros Podcast. Coming to you live from North Carolina today. Uh, sorry it's been a little late getting you guys out on the picks, uh, but I've been on the road. It's been a long week. And so I want to give you guys some picks for this weekend for some college games, as well as to talk to you about one topic that has affected me tremendously. My Houston Texans beat the Indianapolis Colts two nights ago to go back into the number three spot in the AFC in the uh, first place of the AFC South with a looming game versus the New England Patriots coming up next weekend. And uh, last weekend, I told you guys that I thought we were going to blow out the Ravens. I was mistaken. But I'm going to tell you what happened in that game and why I don't think that game is indicative of what would happen in a rematch. Now, looking at our team, we do struggle against the run. I don't think that's something we're going to be able to solve. Uh, but I don't think that game was indicative of what you would see in a rematch. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to compare it to, I'm not sure how many of you guys have seen Manhunt on uh, Netflix, which is a documentary about the Unabomber. But... Just to give you a, a, a quick Cliff Notes version, what happens, he's a genius, he's 14, 15 years old, goes to Harvard uh, after he graduates high school early, and it looks like he's on to, to big and, and great things until his professor um, does an experiment on him. And the experiment is to befriend him, to, uh, to gain his trust, and then to trick him by having him do all these peer pressure things, to have him start smoking, to have him... Uh, give all his his deepest thoughts and then bring in critics who uh, have been video watching the videotapes and then just tell him how stupid he is and it was a traumatic experience for the kid who ends up becoming the unabomber and sending out all these mail bombs and everybody talks about how bad the guy was etc and i always think he may have just been crazy or he may have been changed from this one traumatic experience that uh you know it, it changed the outcome of what would have happened with his life I feel the same way about the Ravens-Texans game. The Texans had stopped the Ravens on three straight drives to start the game. Even a drive where Deshaun fumbled the ball, gave them, gave them the ball inside of their own, uh, inside the 50, so inside of Texans territory, they were able to hold them scoreless. And the Texans go for it on fourth down, throw a ball into the end zone for DeAndre Hopkins, who's tackled by Marlon Humphrey on an obvious defensive pass interference call. And when that happens, they don't call it. The game's in Baltimore. The review process happens because we throw the challenge flag, and then still the review is not upheld. And from that point forward, our defense lost morale, our offense lost morale. But not just that. Then, so the game should have been 7-0 Texans, which I think would have changed the momentum of the game, given a boost to the defense, etc. Then, uh, the Texans are down 14-0 at half because obviously the kicker, Kaimi Fairburn, can't make any kicks. And then after that, the, the Ravens score a touchdown, a, a ball thrown to the flat to Mark Ingram, where I'm like, I'm yelling at the TV, why is he wide open? Is nobody guarding the running back? And then, you know what I realized? Well, it was somebody guarding the running back. But the tight end tackled him before the ball was thrown. So it was a clear offensive pass interference call that was missed that gave them a wide open touchdown. So it's 21-0 in a game that in all likelihood should have been at most 14-7. 
at, at worst. I mean, clearly the kicker should have made the kick. We don't know how that affects the defense. But the game got away based on two terrible penalties that were not called in the game that favored the Ravens. And this has happened a lot. Obviously, everybody talks about, oh, you know, even the Colts game. They should have reviewed the fumble at the end of the game. Well, you know what? I don't care about that. Because the Texans have gotten robbed all season, and most people don't remember, the Colts won the first game because Deshaun Watson threw a touchdown pass, and it was overturned based on in-the-grasp call uh, that took off an extra four points off the board. We ended up going for a two-point conversion later and missed it. We lost the game by five points. So we were robbed in the first game. Colts were robbed in the second game. And even with that, Deshaun Watson got out of the pile with the fumble. Uh, so I don't think there was any way you were going to overturn that. But that game was overturned or was changed by two terrible calls that gave the momentum to the uh, the Ravens. And I think this is the same thing that happened with the Clemson Tigers back in 2011 in the Orange Bowl. Everybody remembers uh, Clemson getting boat raced by uh, West Virginia. I think the score was like 77 to 20 something. Everybody remembers, oh man, Clemson just was fraudulent, etc. Um, but they don't realize that game was 14 to 20. Clemson had the ball on the one yard line. They were quarterback sneaking it. Taj Boyd fumbled it. They returned it 99 yards for a touchdown, and the team just got demoralized and fell apart. I think that's what happened with the Texans game. I don't expect that in a rematch, and I would actually be hopeful for the same thing that happened in 2013 when the Ravens won the Super Bowl. They played the Broncos week 13. They lost the game by around 40 points to Peyton Manning and the Broncos. They played them in the playoffs. They won in overtime and eventually went to win the Super Bowl. Do I think the Texans can win a Super Bowl with a defense that can't stop the run at all? Nope. But... A guy can be hopeful, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's get into some weekend picks. I'm going to take the bias out of it, not give you any picks for my team. Anybody that has been following the podcast, you should pay attention to my college picks. I've gone undefeated the last three weeks. I have won nine straight picks against the spread, and I got some games for you today that I think you're going to want to check out. First and foremost, one of the easiest games, I got four picks. One of the easiest games of the weekend is Minnesota minus 13 and a half versus Northwestern. Northwestern has the worst offense in the country. They are two and eight. And you look at a team that last weekend had a huge win, but they played, they, they have the number 127th ranked offense in FBS out of 133 teams. Uh, they happen to play the team that had the 130th defense. So they had a great game offensively last week. But they're playing a Minnesota team who still has a chance of getting into the playoffs. They still have Northwestern. After they beat Northwestern, they have Wisconsin. And then uh, potentially the matchup in the Big Ten Championship game that could get them into the playoffs. This is going to be a very crucial matchup. I expect them to come out rowing the boat. I expect them to win the game by at least 28 points. I've bet that game personally. Take Minnesota. Give the points. They're going to destroy Northwestern. Next game, staying in the Big Ten. You got Illinois, who's played great football, going versus an Iowa team that I they beat Minnesota, but I'm still not that impressed by Iowa. And we're looking at an Illinois team who's already beaten Wisconsin, who beat Michigan State. They're not a bad team. They're coached really well with Lovey Smith. Um, and so I'm taking the 15 points that I'm getting with Illinois, and I'm going to keep those points. I expect that game to be much closer, and I'm going to take Illinois to cover the 15 points. Next game, I got Michigan. Everybody who was down on Michigan and Jim Harbaugh has not been watching them recently. I told you last week to take them versus Michigan State. I thought they would destroy them. They did. They won the game by around 34 points. Um, and now they're playing an Indiana team who had a close game versus uh, Penn State last week. So everybody is pretty high on Indiana. 
Uh, you can get that game right now. I think the line just moved to 10. I got it at 9.5. If you can bet that line back down for the teaser to get it down for 9.5, Take Michigan. I think they're going to win the game by at least 14. I would probably say it's around 21-point win. I'm going to call the game around 42-21. to 21. Uh, Indiana has a pretty good offense. Their defense is not spectacular at all. Uh, I think Michigan is playing some great football, and I expect them to give a great matchup versus Ohio State next week. As long as this isn't the trap game, which I don't expect it to be, I expect Michigan to win this game pretty handily. I'm going to take Michigan minus the 10 points or 9.5. You can get it. Uh, the last game I'm going to tell you about, and this is kind of an all, all Big Ten because you know, there's not really any great matchups in any other conferences. Ohio State, take Ohio State minus the 18.5 to 19 points, wherever you got that line, versus Penn State. I've been telling you guys for weeks Penn State is terrible. Um, I did not expect Penn State to give a great matchup. And um, it's it's also the, the sleeper game, the trap game in between the, uh, the Ohio State-Michigan game. But Penn State's a top 10 team. Ohio State's not going to overlook them. Chase Young is back in the game. I think he's going to give them a tremendous amount of problems. So take those games to the bank. Let's keep this streak of nine straight covers going. Uh, I think I might go bigger this weekend, seeming that I have been on fire hotter than fish grease. Uh, check us out on the podcast as well at Amibros underscore podcast on Instagram, at Amibros podcast on Twitter at Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash The Amibros. Also check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, any place where you can find your podcast, and I'm out.